What's happening, folks? Gridiron Zeros, episode 26, Lions bye week, uh, Lions free Sunday, first one of the year. Very relaxing, very zen, nice weather outside, lots of upsets this week. Uh, what do we got? What are we going to talk about? Uh, we're going to talk about just that, and uh, let's talk about it. The underdogs that uh, came out of the woodworks yesterday. I love the backup quarterback like controversy drama going on right now. There's just so many backups playing playing much better than they have any right to be. Shout much out Cole McCoy. Also uh, ruining uh, all sorts of gambling bets uh, as we won't go over and follow the money because you and I actually had good weeks. Yeah, su- surprisingly, we were aligned this week. Both of us had a nice week and follow the money. So we will continue that, do our new props this week. Hopefully we can continue to gain momentum in the second half of the season here. Uh, Lions talk. I think we're just going to talk about the season so far a little bit. A um, couple moves this week. Uh, obviously, the Odell Beckham drama sure, is, uh, you know, eking our way. Uh, who knows if anything will materialize from that. As far as the Lions are concerned, probably not. But we're going to talk about it anyways. And uh, what are we going to close the show out with? Uh, the Fantastic Fantasy Football Corner, uh, which I think we actually gave out some good advice last week. Uh, but again, off podcast, uh, I went 0 and 2. Did you win? No, no, I'm no. getting destroyed. So, uh, I, let's just go into it. Let's just keep giving good advice to everybody but ourselves. Maybe let's just follow our own advice. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird thought, though. You ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right, uh, let's talk about it, Al. How about them dogs yesterday baby i mean unbelievable we had a 14 and a half point underdog win outright in jacksonville i i thought you were going to get into denver right away i mean I, they, they were an even bigger surprise to me i would say so yeah but i mean like jacksonville jacksonville being buffalo is not a bigger surprise to you i, I don't know man there's like there's something about uh there's something about the Jaguars where I feel like they're going to get away, like away with a couple squirrely ones this year, and yeah. that one's like that's like an upset special, a classic upset special. Yeah. But like Dallas at home has no right to be losing to Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos, and they they didn't just lose; they got embarrassed out there. So that was a little bit like at least the Jacksonville Bills game was like just a dull defensive yeah, affair and terrible. bad game, and it's low scoring. But the other one was just like they got dunked on so that they was more shocking they actually did get really get dunked on i mean they were it, it basically was 30 to zero yeah i mean they they were behind early i think going into half it was like 19 nothing 16 i think yeah it was a was yeah they they were Terrible. yeah Dak yeah, looked horrible he said he came right out and said it was not the calf that that was you know making him play so bad but right you know, all around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke had a bad day. Although I think he, he actually had an injury. Didn't hear anything about Almost took offense. him at a touchdown prop, and I'm really glad he didn't. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, I, I, he actually did get a touchdown. Oh, well, I should have taken yeah. him the prop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jacksonville, you know, my my one gripe with that game was, to why, why is the NFL media just – exploding over the fact that Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. 
Yeah, I think I sent you the post a couple different variations they had on it. They just, I don't know, when does it happen? I mean, they, it, they, it, it, it was the first time ever since they started recording sacks. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's cool. I saw 15 tweets in a row. Josh like, Allen sucked, Josh Allen. And then he gets the interception by Josh Allen. Ah, oh, Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, NFL media can get on my radar every now and then, like stuff like that. And then also, like a couple weeks ago, like National Tight Ends Day. Uh, National Tight like, Ends Day. Like, it was like National Tight Ends Day. Uh, probably dialed it back a little bit. But it, like, it was just one of those things that it's like, I, I don't care all that much. It's cool. We're going to kick you in the teeth. I don't need to see it 40 freaking times on the Twitter timeline. I think I think the NFL is just, I don't think, I know. The NFL is just in the business of just like making waves, making headlines, making money, yeah, making news. So. And yeah. any little thing that they can do that will pop off and become a trend for some bizarre. Because like imagine like if Josh Allen sucked. Imagine if Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen like eight times, that it would have been way worse. Like you know what I mean? Like like it would have been headlines for and trending on Twitter. Like so they you know they're trying to get in that stuff when they can, and I guess I don't blame them. But it's just yeah, I can get a bit aggressive at times and a bit annoying. It really does. Um, The other game that I feel like you know these guys weren't big underdogs, but underdogs by a touchdown. Tennessee, Tennessee needs to get some respect in this league. I, I think they were underdogs. They were huge underdogs. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, like in terms of gambling, they were seven and a half point dogs, and they end up winning what twenty eight to sixteen. Yeah, I mean, we're, I, I'm going to touch more on Tennessee in my uh, session of let's talk about it. But yes, they they definitely were headed into this game not favored. Rams at home, prime time, and. Stafford a little bit looking like old Stafford. Uh, not not good. Not yeah. good. He was due for a dud. I mean, everybody had a dud yesterday, which is like the good thing in terms of, you know, obviously Al and I want him to win the MVP, go on and win a Super Bowl. But uh, in terms of the MVP race, everybody looked terrible yesterday. Josh Allen, Dak. Good week, good week for Kyler to sit out. Good week for Kyler to sit out. And actually, I guess Rodgers for what it's worth. But, yeah, man, I should have been talking about him for us to talk about it. Might do a bonus segment just for you want to get a little spicy with rogers uh i'll I'll leave it at this um i just i think that you know your stance on the vaccine aside like you know the dude just straight up lied i mean i i I don't want to get cute with all the different you Mm -hmm. know verbiage and stuff that he he knew what he was doing but but he's too smart of a dude to just go out there say immunized and then not follow protocol he knew what he was doing yeah and uh, it's not a good look. And he was—he did it because he was afraid of how he would be perceived by other people, I think. Uh, and uh, it's just backfired on him because now he looks way worse. And he's putting his team in a bad spot. And now he's uh, going out there, you know, swinging and defending himself in the Pac McAfee show. And it's just like, you're a douche. Uh, did, you, did you watch up. the interview yeah. on Pat McAfee? Yeah. yeah. You know, I um, the only thing that I really agreed with him on was the NFL protocols. And how odd some of those really are. The whole thing about him having to wear a mask, that truly is for show, in my opinion. Because he's being tested every single day. You know what? At a certain point, though, I don't care. Because he's making $40 million. I don't care. Help the team. The protocols are a little funky. But if you choose not to get vaccines, you have to follow. 
Yeah, protocol. that's the price you pay. Yeah, and that, absolutely. Everyone's entitled to do what they would like. If you don't want to get the vaccine, fine. If you do, fine. But like, you got to follow the rules put in place because that's what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Because you're Aaron Rodgers, you're not special. You don't do not do that. And that's a little bit what it's felt like because it's the Packers, because it's him. The league's been awful quiet on it so far, and nothing's really come of it besides him being in protocol. And uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. But, yeah, that is true. Anyway, soapbox moment, soapbox moment over. Kind of can't talk yeah. today. Uh, let's move on to another segment of Let's Talk About It. I, I was going to say, we, we could have just meshed perfectly from my segment into your segment. Yeah, but we kind of. But you decided <laughs> to uh, jump up on that soapbox. Yeah. And uh, start preaching about Rodgers. Well, when a moment comes along where he looks like an extra douchebag, I feel like yeah. it's just like it's my responsibility as an Aaron <laughs> Rodgers hater and Lions fan to capitalize on said moment. So I did. Totally fair. I am so <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> going back to my original, let's talk about it. Man, this is going to be such a beautiful segue because you were talking about the two teams too. I know. Uh, Teams that I like their swagger right now. Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I only got two because they're just really sticking out to me at the moment. Yeah. But I'm loving the Titans swagger, and I'm yeah. loving the Browns swagger right now. Titans, and, man, they, they're playing good on defense. Well, I, the reason that they are so enjoyable to me right now is because they're just doing what they've been doing the last couple of years. They're just, like, telling the doubters to shove it. And yeah. they go and win impressive matchups against, like, marquee teams like the Rams. And, you know, they look dominant in that game. They look really good. And people said, oh, yeah. Derrick Henry's gone. Mm, Offense who knows? stutter. Yeah, and sure, Adrian Peterson wasn't, you know, Derrick Henry. But, he was nothing near Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they. I'm sure after a couple of weeks with a couple of their backs, they're, they'll hopefully figure some sort of situation out. They're not going to be, you know, as lethal with, without him. And maybe he'll come back later down the stretch. Who knows? But right now, man, they're just – they got that swagger that they can go in and beat anybody and – there was an interesting quote from uh, – God, I'm trying to think of the player who said it. It was one of the players on the Titans. I'll, I'll have to figure out who it was. But he was saying that we're not trying to prove people wrong. We're trying to prove ourselves right. Nice. About just their mentality right now and that's the way they're ass. playing games. Yeah, and that's just the shit I love. Like, that's yeah. just a – I wish my team had that level of confidence and, and swagger within themselves. And well, they uh, probably had the confidence. They just don't have anything to show for it. Yeah, or the, or the talent. Yeah. Uh, and the Browns, you know, I know the record might not – feel like they should be in the same conversation as the Titans right now, but they just came off of an impressive division win. What are they, All, four? Are they four and four? Five and four right now. Five and four? And, oh. uh, like, obviously with all the Odell Beckham stuff this week, you know, that's that's a lot of attention and a lot of, a lot of things that inferior teams would probably let result in a loss, I feel like. Like, they would kind of just let become an issue in the locker room and – you kind of get some problems, some headache coming from it. The media's on your I ass. I don't know. I feel like uh, Denver was in the same situation with Von Miller. Well, if, well, but Odell's more of a negative connotation. Von Miller was a legendary Bronco who, you know, left on good terms. Yeah, not, well, okay. not a cancer well, to the locker room you, like Odell. Did you, did you hear about the Halloween party? No. Oh, you didn't hear about it? No, it's gone oh, on there. Wow. Okay. So apparently Von Miller throws a six-figure Halloween party every year. Okay. Like crazy. Was Dude. Rogers there? Huh? Was Rogers there? No, he was doing his own Halloween party. Yeah, I, I didn't know yeah, about the, that. The John, the you, you saw the John Wick, uh, costume. Yeah, that's how I that's how I knew about. It. Um, so he throws a Halloween party every year, six figures. He didn't want to throw it this year because uh, they were losing. 
He was like, you know, I feel like we shouldn't have it if we're losing this much. And then all the teammates were like, no, 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 let's still have the party. And uh, so they still had the party. And then afterwards, Von Miller was like, all right, well, you guys should chip in because I didn't want to have this party. But you guys, you know, were like, let's have the party. And then apparently none of the Bronco players chipped in. Oh, they put the so, build of Von? Yeah, oh, no. They put it all on Von. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I don't know if it was really causing rifts in the locker room, I don't but know. it's it's a high like Noah Fant had to go out and answer a question about it. Like it's it's a highly reported thing now. I didn't hear Halloween anything about party. this. Yeah. Wow. No, huge, huge thing with the Halloween party. So it's like it's uh, it, it not definitely not on the scale as OBJ because that guy is like a renowned cancer. <laughs> Well, I never heard anything about that. Uh, but regardless, I do feel yeah. like the OBJ situation is different. Yeah. In no, the I mean, sense he, that... It, it's a it's a step up. Yeah. yeah it was, it was a big... It was a sore spot for the team, I guess. And then, you know, it was left on negative terms. They released him. They traded a first-round pick and a good safety in Jabril Peppers yeah. to get him there. Lots of hype. Never materialized. But to go out and look dominant against the Bengals who, you know, have been the darling of the league for the last couple of weeks. And I still think they, they've got a lot to, to prove this year. And I think that they can still be in this thing for sure. They're definitely the Bengals not out of the it. Browns. Bengals. Okay. I, I think yeah, that yeah. they, they still yeah, look yeah. good, but overall, but yeah, they just got dunked down by the Browns. And again, it's like that swagger, like coming out, being a team. Baker has a great game. And Sensational game. Best he's looked all year. Lots of injuries too. Yeah. They're doing great. So yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the Browns, it's it's really weird, but that offense truly does look twenty thousand times better without OBJ. Well, hopefully now they can just focus on ground and yeah. pound a little bit more. Dearness Johnson looks pretty good too in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb and him are going to be a good combo and use the passing game, play action, and don't feel like you have to pressure Adobe J and all that nonsense is out of here. So yeah, hopefully it'll just look better and better. Statistically, evidence would support that it will. Mm-hmm. So hoping for better Browns football for the rest of the season. Very impressed from Sunday. How got. about, uh, you know, another team that's on a, a very good hot streak currently, but I, I'm, I'm curious, do you think that the Patriots have any swagger? Well, I, I kind of – I can't really comment on it too much because I'll have to eat some crow because I kind of said a couple weeks ago that I was done with them. I don't. I think that they oh, see what I need yeah, to see. True. So I thought about them. <laughs> they did look good last week and look good the last two weeks. And I think since that Jets fifty burger, they've they've been yeah. their, their swagger's been up a little bit too. But Daddy can't admit that on the podcast quite yet, so <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. They also they also don't have swagger. Like they could be great. But they like that team will never have swagger. You see what Bill uh, Belichick looked like going walking into the game yesterday. Well, I was gonna say Bill's got enough swagger to cover all of them. I mean, it's it's incredible what the man wears. Because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, and that's the most swagger move that of is, all. It actually is. Yeah, no, he looks like he rolled out of bed and got ready for the game. Two seconds. He's like just walking in from an all nighter. The worse he looks, the better they play. That's a known fact. Uh, well, should we uh, transition into follow the money? Yeah, let's get this, uh, this vaccine talk. All right.
All right, Al. Uh, solid weeks for you and I last week. Better than solid, man. I'm three and zero again. Uh, fantastic week. For you. Solid week for me. Uh, you had the Cardinals minus two and a half. <laughs> the line had completely flipped by the time Sunday rolled around because they had no Kyler Murray. Yeah. They had no DeAndre Hopkins. They had no AJ Green. They had Cole McCoy leading the team. Still hit though, man. Still That's hit. the crazy thing. That is the crazy thing. Uh, I had the New England Patriots minus four against Carolina. That was never in doubt. Uh, I had the under in Cleveland and Cincy. That was over very quickly. God, Carolina looks like absolute trash those couple weeks. They're been so in- bad. I mean, what a fall! What a fall from their hot start. Skyrocketed, and then he was a supernova. Burn bright, die young. Oh my god! (laughs) Uh, You had the under uh, in Green Bay and KC at fifty-five and a half. And again, that that was before we knew Jordan Love was playing too. Yeah, very true. You know, that was extra dicey. Uh, I had the under in Buffalo and Jacksonville. That game did not go as I uh, expected. I said it was going to be like 38 to 6 uh, Buffalo. It turns out that I had one of those scores right, but not the other one. Uh, and then you had the Cleveland Browns winning outright in Cincinnati, which uh, again was never in doubt. Nope. Never in doubt. Three solid wins for you, Al. I uh, want winners. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's look at this uh, next week. On the uh, oh, actually, can we uh, let's on the year now? Now, is uh, as he said numerous times, running away with it. Uh, he's plus 445. I am minus 90 now. I had a, a good jump back into uh, back into uh, the lower negatives, at least. Yeah, you're, you're climbing your way out, but climbing my way you out know, you're gonna have to pretty much run the table, and I'm gonna have some stuff happen for, for me yes. to take a dive here absolutely all right so this week al i like the board a lot more this week i think there's a it's a little bit more clear in my opinion uh the first game <laughs> always forget that play it's the best part um the first game i don't i don't understand this maybe it's because it's a letdown for tennessee but Tennessee has had numerous letdown spots this past couple of weeks. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the New Orleans Saints. Mm, I do like that They're just coming off a loss against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, maybe it's a bounce-back spot, but they still have Simeon in a quarterback. Uh, rumblings that uh, – Taysom's getting, Taysom. is ready to go, I think. Yeah. Yes, he, he played a couple snaps on Sunday. I thought so, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the first spread. Uh, we have Baltimore on Thursday night, minus six and a half in Miami. Hate that. Uh, really? Why do you hate it? It feels like a trap game to me. Ooh, that's actually a great point. Uh, Denver minus two and a half uh, at home against Philadelphia. Which I thought that, uh, that okay. one, yeah, you know, I mean, Denver's coming off. Of, it's a letdown spot for Denver, but Philly also, uh, I don't think they're going to win another game. This is so our over-unders, we have uh, Pittsburgh and Detroit at 44. <laughs> Had to throw the Lions in there every week, you know. Um, the Buff- I've, I've been burned too many times. <laughs> the uh, Buffalo Bills uh, going on the road to face the New York Jets. That total is set at 48.5. 
the rumblings are that Zach Wilson will be back this week, so uh, that under is not looking too bad. That's a mistake waiting to happen. Yep. Why, why would you – sorry, just a tangent here. Why would you do that to him? Why, oh, why would you throw question. him to the Wolves in that game? Yeah, why did you Why did you bring him back against Buffalo? Yeah. Great question. Uh, finally, we have Dallas on the road against Atlanta. This one I felt – I didn't know what to do with this line. 52 and a half. I don't love it. I don't know. I have, uh, I have conflicted feelings on it. These three money lines, I also feel like uh, are so dicey. So dicey. Uh, we have Minnesota on the road in LA against the Chargers plus 125. That is a 405 game, not prime time. But they always just find a way to lose. Except well, especially when they're away. Yes. Um, Cleveland on the road. This is going to be a great football game. On the road against New England, uh, plus 120 for Cleveland. Oh, and uh, by the way, Gridiron Zero's exclusive boots on the ground oh, at that game. I'm going right. to be there. That's right. I am so That's going to be a phenomenal game. Very excited for that. Uh, and then finally, we have uh, the Sunday night football game, I believe. The LA, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, almost said LA Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders are plus 120 at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Those are always spicy, so I like those. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, sir, I'll turn the board over to you. All right. Uh, feel free to make your first pick. Okay. Uh, man, I got a couple I, I really want on here, so yeah. I have to kind of play this carefully. Um, I just love it too much not to do it. Uh, I love Tennessee two and a half versus New Orleans. Hello. Uh, like that is just money. too good to pass up. I'm thinking this is too little of a spread for them. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like I know they're, they're I, probably favored they, they, to the dog. The but... line does not make any sense. No. Two and a half does not make any sense. They're coming off beating a Rams team that only previously lost to a Cardinals team that was undefeated up until a week ago. Like, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, I, it's, it's my favorite pick on the board. But, but here's the thing. I am going to be at the Cleveland New England game, and I feel like I need a little bit of skin in that. So I'm not going to take Cleveland. I'll hold well, on. If I have your word, I'm taking Tennessee then. Yeah. All right, Tennessee two and a half versus New Orleans. I Love mean, that's it. the pick that I wanted, but I I, I had something else. I mean, uh, give me the under in Buffalo, New York. Hello, I like money. Well, okay. Let me let me just throw this out there for that. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, I'm putting 55 on the Tennessee game. I was going to say. Yeah. Sorry about that. loves it that much. Yeah. For the under, th- there could be a scenario that's very likely that happens where Buffalo, they're playing angry, and they want a little bit of a revenge game because of last week's embarrassing loss to the Jaguars. Could be. So, now, they're going to beat the Jets, no questions asked, 100%. But they are putting Zach Wilson back out there. They're going to try and win this game. I mean, the Jets aren't going to. Yeah, they have to because you can't trot Zach Wilson out there and he looks like terrible trash and doesn't score anything. And then they just like gets benched for Mike White. I mean, they well, have to go out there and produce points. Every every team is trying to win the football game now. Okay, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like they're not going to they're yeah. not going to have a Detroit Lions esque like yeah. we're just going to go no, lay no. an egg yeah. and then we're, that's just going to be like they're going to try very hard to win this game with Zach Wilson and like I th- I think. Uh, they don't want to embarrass him after after coming off of two weeks where he didn't play and his backups looked better than him, arguably. 
I agree. I agree 100%. I don't know how much of that he can actually control against Buffalo. So I guess I guess what I'm saying is Buffalo will score a shitload of points because yeah. they're playing the Jets. But the Jets are going to be feisty and try and score a bunch of points. So I think this is a pretty saucy over, to be Here's honest. Here's my other thing is Buffalo Buffalo's offensive line got exposed on Sunday. But they're playing the Jets. Who gives a the shit? Jets the Jets are terrible. defense can expose offensive lines. We saw it in their game against Tennessee. We saw it in their game against Cincinnati. Both those quarterbacks were running for their lives all day. So you never know. That could be something that the Jets are going to look to expose. It could be something that Buffalo is going to tighten up this week. All right, we roll that under. Sleeping uh, I'm, big. I'm doing uh, 30 on that, though. Okay. All right. For this game, I will be taking the Browns money line. Uh, big win last week. Big statement game. Nuts on the table. Why can't you do it again? No reason. Yep. The Patriots are going to be feisty, though. Patriots are going to be feisty. I will put 30 bucks on that. Yep. I tell you what, I'm going to do the over in Dallas and Atlanta. Hello. Okay. I like money. Bounce back game for Dak. I think they get it right. Um, Trayvon Diggs, by the way. That guy's gotten exposed four weeks in a row. Yeah, he's fallen off pretty quickly as the, as the candidate for quickly. defensive player of the year. Literally, if, if you ran a double move on him, you would get open. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's definitely not true. I'm going to take the over in that game. I really like it. Atlanta just seems to figure out ways to score points. I don't really get it. But uh, they just they just seem to figure out ways to put at least 20 to 24 points up on them. You know, that would have been the perfect time for the figure out what you do drop, but I do not have it on my board. Oh, Sad face. That is unfortunate. Uh, just in case you were curious about what he was talking about. I just talked over it. Well, whatever. Uh, all right, Al, your last pick. I like the board so much more this week than the last couple, man. I got to tell you. It's odd. You know, what if that comes back to backfire on us? Say we like the board and then we all we both go over three. You know, it's hard to sit here and take the Raiders because they just laid an egg against the Giants. Yeah, they certainly did. Um, fuck the Lions. Absolutely not. Uh, well, as much as uh, as much of an egg as they did lay against the Giants, I still do feel like KC is a bit fraudulent right now, mm. and I'm going to go with a bounce-back game for the Raiders. Mm. Give me Raiders money line. At home, too. Which, uh, I wait, at Kansas Warriors. City? Or at no, no, Vegas. No, it's at, that's in Vegas. Okay. Well that that's even better. I mean Yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough one to call and the board's a bit slim picking to this point. I got two I really like. Vegas has been pretty kind to me this year, so I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. I'm going to uh take the under I'm gonna take the, all three totals this week. I'm gonna take the under in Pittsburgh and Detroit. Because there's absolutely no shot that we're scoring on. This is what they TJ, do. TJ Watt is playing. No shot. This is what they do, though. They go into games they have no business being competitive in, and then they shock people and score points. Yeah, but we had our bye week, so I think that counted as the game that we had no shot in. Sorry but for being so uh, combative uh, in all your I know, picks here. But I'm, literally is <laughs> just such an ego. I'm just, well, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, to be honest, but <laughs> – all right. Play me, uh, bitch. Well, that will do. Uh, that will do it for follow the money. Check back in next week to see how these picks played out. 
feel free to parlay all three of those uh, totals together, and uh, I'm sure that it will just be bringing in all sorts of dough for you. Should have done that last weekend. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. For any of the listeners who did parlay my three, congratulations to you and your winnings. <laughs> all right, let's talk lines. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Lions Fans Anonymous, our favorite uh, segment to record. That's all, folks. Until they win a game, I'm playing that once per once per show. show. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't blame you. That is the official uh, the official slogan for the season so far. Remember when it used to be dagger time? Oh, God almighty. Who could forget dagger time? Sorry about that. My, I, I physically, my head started hurting when you said. I that. know it's it's pathetic. Uh, that was so bad, and they blew they blew like four or five straight fourth quarter leads yeah. when they said the motto is dagger time. <laughs> How on earth it's could you let so terrible? Anyways, it's so terrible. I don't want to think about the past anymore. It's just keep moving. Let's come up with uh, let's come up with new headlines for this team. Uh, so Al and I are going to give a headline on our impression on the season yep. so far at the bye week, about halfway, the, actually over halfway, halfway now. Yes, because that was week nine, correct? Yes, this is week ten coming yep. up. Yes, we are officially over halfway. Can I say, can I say mine first? Yes, a little worse than expected. Ooh, question mark. Yeah, yeah. I really tried to like, yeah, pronunciate yeah. the questioning of it yeah. because, like, are they? Uh yeah, and I so. I said a little worse because I don't think anyone was expecting them to be gangbusters out the gate. You say that, but I run our Twitter, and let me tell you, there were a lot of Lions fans that believed that we could have won seven games, eight games this year, which I was mind blown. This is insane, you fool! Thought that. Well, we we you know we're on record saying we think Three, we four. knew what this was going to be. It was yeah. a Three, four win operation, and even that feels uh, like we're reaching at this point. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, I, I feel like even in our initial analysis of the season, uh, our predictions. Obviously, there's games like the Bengals game where we didn't predict the Bengals being as good as they have been this year. Uh, even though at that point they weren't quite, you know, the powerhouse. That... It was the following week where they really came out. So, you know, there's a couple of games like that. But for the most part, I mean, I think everything that we predicted, like, had some merit to it. And the wins that we anticipated being in and, and getting were not mega far-fetched wins. Uh, but to this yeah. point, um, we're sitting here 0-8. And, eight, and uh, it's been a dreadful season, to say the least. I think, I think the last game was actually probably the worst one uh, of the whole year. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm like now, like thinking back, I was like, what did what did we have them at? I would say that I said there was two winnable games before the bye week. There was the Bengals and the Eagles, which are arguably the two worst games that we've had. <laughs> which is absolutely pathetic. I think. Yeah. I think maybe we had that Bears game in there too as a, as a I, shot. Yeah, I said. Well, my thought. I one of my wins this year for them is against the bears. I think I said it was Thanksgiving at home though, because okay. I had the theory that Justin Fields would come in first game, start against us. And oh, yeah. ass. we came in way earlier. Um, yeah. And you know, well, not way earlier. That was like week four. And he came in on week three. Oh, okay. Okay. You're right then. 
Um, oh yeah, you called it. You're, yeah. you're expert right on that. Sorry, redacted. Uh, but but <laughs> but you know we're gonna see the Bears on Monday night tonight against the Steelers. Uh, maybe they'll look impressive. But so far they've they've very clearly been the third place in this division. Yeah. Uh, even with the Vikings not being great, yeah. they still look like they're definitely it's the Packers show. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I, I would say at this point we got one bullet left in the chamber, and it's that Thanksgiving game. Yeah, which that's... I mean, like the fact that it's Thanksgiving makes me feel like there's no shot. We're gonna win. Well, see, we're we're not aligned on that. It's, I feel like that gives us the most of a shot because that's when you know Dan Campbell can have one final pump up rah rah. His guys, all of America's watching right now. This is our game. We got to go out there and, and you know show we can win. Like this is the one bullet he has in the chamber left because the, he can't keep you know every week and doing that. Like he can't keep saying every single week, you know we got to we got to come back and win. We got to have that same energy because it's just impossible when you get to this point when you yeah. like, lost this many games and it's like you're just like drowning in losses. And I feel like that's the only one where they would have an opportunity to like prove the doubters wrong. No, I mean, I don't think it would be proven that doubters are wrong. And the Bears aren't, like, that good, I guess is what I'm no, saying. So no, they're you know, very not good. But it would be on brand with this year for them to come in and absolutely roll the Lions. That yeah. that would be on brand. Uh, Especially if Montgomery's back, which I believe he's supposed to be back tonight. So, you know, that's my headline, just a little worse than expected. Yeah? Question mark? My headline? What are we doing? <laughs> that's... What are we doing here? We're going to bite a kneecap off. Uh, was a big fan of Brad Holmes when he came in and the moves that he made. Since then, he hasn't done anything. Well, he had the draft, I guess. I'm saying that's like the offseason. Okay. okay. He came in and he had a good offseason. Okay. A good draft. I understand we're in a rebuilding phase, but – I, I just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense as to like what we're trying to build. Are we trying to turn a pile of shit and turn it into gold? Because that's what it feels I, I think like we'd right settle now. for like copper or like yeah. aluminum at this point, not even gold. Because when you're starting, and I understand injuries are a part of football, but like. We fought, we fired our trainer, right? We fired somebody. I, I can't remember after the Packers game. It, it always feels like injuries inflict our team so much more. And maybe it's just because uh, they focus on our team. I mean, I'd say the, the Niners and the Chargers are pretty snake-bitten in that yeah. department too. But Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, when we're starting A.J. Parker uh, – I can't even remember. God, we don't watch them Jer- for one Jerry week. Jacobs. Jerry Jacobs. Uh, Warrior. War- I mean, Warrior is great. I mean, he has a very solid <laughs> Okay, player. that's not... That's he's not, not great, but he's very solid for a he's a, he's a decent starter. Yeah. He's a decent starter. Um, Will Harris. Tracy Walker has been very good, too. But, like, these guys that are undrafted, like, coming out of the woodworks and coming to play for the team offense... Like, I literally, like, you can't get one one receiver worth a damn to play for your team. Like, I just – I don't understand what the direction is. You say that you want to see what we have with Goff, but you guys don't put anything around him yeah. in terms of pass catching. 
uh, except for TJ Hawkinson, who you didn't even bring in. And when you only have one guy, the guy is immediately taken out by the defense. There really is no um, no signature, you know, Brad Holmes like guy. Yeah. At this point, I mean, I guess you could say Panay Sewell, but he was just sitting there for the taking. So yeah. I think any GM would have done something similar. Yeah. Um, he had some some interesting free agent trade, or you know, in the case of Brockers, a trade. Like he had some interesting yeah. moves. Yeah, absolutely. But he hasn't uh, done anything since. I understand OBJ. Like there was really no point of us bringing him in because of cap space, and he did not want to play for us. You no. Know? Um, so like I I don't fault him there, but like, and I I guess I I don't fault him for not trading for a wide receiver or something. But do something. Can, can I interject here? Yeah. I I think at this point, you know, bye week come and gone, and our our desperate cries for a sign of receiver, somebody, somebody make an adjustment somewhere on the roster. And you're like, what are we doing, Brad Holmes? I think I've seen unless something happens in between now and Pittsburgh, which would be stupid because it's it's a week and you missed out on bringing someone in on the bye week, I think I've seen all I need to see now to just know all of Brad Holmes' talk about being competitive this year, seeing what we have with Goff, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, gazy. It's just, it's just a ruse. Blown and smoke. we really are tanking this thing for yeah. all it's worth, and we're going to get the highest possible draft picks. And, Which is so unfortunate. because, And probably because he has assurances from the Fords that he's, you know, he's got years yeah, on his deal, and they're not going to – you know, shoot him out of a cannon year yeah. one, even if they go in 17, which he probably was like, we might go over in 17. Yeah. I got to have you guys say that I'm not going anywhere. And probably the same with Dan Campbell. I mean, Dan Campbell's a six year contract. Yeah. And I think Brad Holmes is either five or six is right around there too. So, you know, it just on paper, it makes sense. But like, like just adding a receiver via free agency, adding an a, a actual corner, a decent player to via free agency, not giving up anything. Like there are like savvy GM moves that you could do if you just want to like try. Yeah. But we're not trying. Yeah, no. And I totally agree. You know, I, I guess I see where he's coming from because he wants to get the, the draft capital and have the number one pick and have all these high picks. But like my, I've I've been voicing my concerns the last couple shows that you're not gonna last long in Detroit if you go in 17. No. And like if you do that year one, you have painted yourself. I mean, say what all you want about Patricia and Quinn, they never sank that low. Yeah. Even though they, you know, they were terrible and they ruined this franchise for years to come and wasted some of Stafford's best years. Like they didn't ever go in 17 and they got enough wrath for the two of them and yeah. uneducated football people. They'll see Owen 17 lines. They get these clowns out of here. Yeah. And, I think that they're both better than that. I think that they're both better than Patricia and Quinn, but like, I don't think Johnny Lyons fan is going to give a shit. I think it's just going to be a, a big problem if they go in 17 and we're getting this thing off on the worst foot possible. So I'm, uh, I got mixed feelings. I don't know. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, like my biggest gripe with Brad Holmes, I, I said that, you know, like I don't blame him for not bringing out BJ. Blame him for not making a trade at the deadline. The only thing that I blame him for is not making any sort of adjustment. With yeah, the zero, roster. zero. Yeah, 
that was like my one thing that really upset me. And it's, it's just because you've seen what this team is through seven, eight games or oh, eight, yeah, eight, eight games. Um, you, you have to do something because we are on the right course for an 0 17 season. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do anything if you, if you want to tank and you want to just push Dan Campbell as far as you can go and try and get one win out of this yeah. thing. Cause you know, he's, he's probably like fighting as hard as he can for at least a win. Yeah. I mean, cause he doesn't want to go in 17 as the coach. You can't, you can't go in 17, especially now that you have assurance from all the other teams. We can get one win. Well, actually Houston, but we can get one win and then have a very good shot at getting the first overall pick. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. One win. Yeah. I mean, he's, Probably just setting himself up to do the best job he can as a GM. And hey, you know, even if it's the number one overall pick, this is a draft class with a pretty undefined number one overall pick, I feel like. And he might be able to maneuver that well, into a bunch the of stuff. Defensive end from Oregon is. I know. I know. But. I know. But even it's not like a Miles not, Garrett, yeah. Jadevian Clowney esque. It's a thing. very bad class currently. So he's got room to, to make moves. And if he's got the number one pick, and I think he's just setting himself up for the future. And it's just excruciating to go through as a Lions fan right now, which is not fun. Yeah. And there's just so many little things you could do that would make it just a little better, but he's, you know, we got to trust he's got a plan, I guess. That's all we can really do. I guess. If so. you're in it. I mean, if you're in it and you support these two, you know, I, I do. I, I, I think it's going to be better than the last regime. I don't know if it's going to be great, but I can say it's going to be better than them. I think, I hope not going to wood. Uh, well, it can't get much worse than the last regime. I mean, they ruined one of our best players in, in Lions history. So. Right. What do we What do we got? Like news, talking points, headlines wise. I know you had a couple things you wanted to just touch on briefly. Uh, well, Tyra Williams, Tyra Williams, who was supposed to be our number one wide receiver, uh, apparently we have uh, mutually parted ways with him, uh, along with Darren Fells, who also. Uh, Lions legend, yeah. two-time Lions roster member. That's about the best compliment I can give him. He's on the roster. Yeah. The Tyrell Williams thing is uh, a little shocking to me. He, um, well, he never really got his footing in the, in the game and a half that he played. Um, it makes me wonder exactly, is he still actually concussed or did he just not want to play? Um, I don't know, but I don't really care either, yeah. to be honest, because I've been pretty negative on him in the show. Um, and I felt like he was You have been very negative on him. Yeah, so he's gone. And that's you know, good. I'm glad. Yeah, that's a good idea, don't it? I would have liked to see us fill that hole with someone else, uh, that yeah. has a name that you know goes three names. No, not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that guy. Deshaun Jackson might have been nice, but yeah. he's going to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Deshaun Jackson did not want to play for us either. Um, Darren Fells, yeah, that's another one. Like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I guess other than that, I mean. Real quick, I guess, temperature and OBJ, would you have wanted to see him here? No. Yeah, I mean, it. it when I heard the report and I saw that we were first on the waiver wire, you know, it sparked my interest for all of five seconds, but then I realized – uh, cat bad Odell cancer in locker room, and that's not going to help anything. He would have punched Jared Goff moments into the first drive. It, he wouldn't have been a step in front of the field, yeah. and we would have been paying him, you know, yeah. all that money. So, uh, whatever. 
What do, what do you say we look towards Pittsburgh? What do you think is going to happen in that game? Huh? Um, do you think they're going to play them tough? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the algorithm is has worked out pretty well so far. I think they're going to go out there and have a, have a good game. I know you're factoring in the bye week as part of the algorithm. I but am. Yeah. I, I think um, we should patent that, like the Lions algorithm. We should. Some sort of – we're a little late in the game for that, but – uh, no, I, I think it's a uh, I think it's a loss. Obviously, um, I think they are going to try to fight for a little bit. Maybe they'll look squirrely in the first quarter, first half, and surprise, and then they'll just let it crumble per usual Cinderella story of mm-hmm. same old lines. Mm-hmm. That's how I foresee it going. Yeah, I can see it going that way. I mean, maybe maybe it's more so. You see, here's the thing. Now, when I think that they're going to play it tough. I think it's the defense that's going to play it tough, and our offense is just going to continue to stutter. Yeah, well, the offense has been the problem the last month. <laughs> Almost all year. Um, I, I mean, like, exclusively oh, horribly 100%. bad than the problem. Like, the 100%. defense has been doing enough to give them chances in almost every game. What do we have? We have one touchdown in the first half in since week two. Did we scored two touchdowns in the first half against the Rams. Uh, we did. I, we had this swift one, and then I don't know if we actually. I don't think we did. Two field goals. It was yeah. 13, 13 points. Yeah. See, this two field goals. These are the things we have to cling to now at this point. Just like a lead against a team on the road at halftime. Yeah, because our defense, which we didn't even have the lead, we lost the lead at yeah. halftime. So sorry about that. The defense oddly plays well against some of these teams. And, I mean, they did not play well against freaking Philadelphia at all. No. But, I mean, uh, Big Ben, you know, he's up there. He can't really throw the ball as well as people think he can anymore. My boy Najah Harris is going to run over him, though. Uh, very well could be. And their defense is good enough to squash the Lions and not score any points. Let's see. I think T.J. Watt's going to kill Gosh. Taylor Decker's back. Oh, you know who else is back who's, who's going to be activated on the roster? Our, our boy Tim Boyle. Oh God! Yeah, let's bring in Tim Boyle. What a what a terrible backup. Luke is just like rubbing his eyes and looking tired and just defeated. So, after so I, said that. I hate Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle is so bad. Let's uh let, let's let's get out of this. Let's talk about some fantasy players. Let's uh let's just get to the finish line here. You know? <laughs> let's do it. All right, Al. It's uh, the fantasy football segment of the show. <laughs> uh, the mood's back up after, <laughs> after that. One Annie yelling whippy. Yeah. Yippee. Yeah, I definitely needed that. Okay. <laughs> um, so why, why don't you start out this week? Is, is there somebody that you like or dislike? Yeah, well, I've, I've, got, a, I've got three wide receivers this week to keep an eye on. Um, okay. And I like all three of them, actually. So. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, first, uh, first guy off of uh, two, well, one big performance last week. Missed a couple weeks before, but had a big performance before he went out. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones for the Browns. Oh, DPJ. Uh, obviously, Odell, bye bye, he gone. Um, and I know that the Browns' probably preferred target is Jarvis Landry and uh, their tight ends and the running game. Obviously, Baker's not always a superstar yeah. with points but you know he had he had two catches one of them for a bomb Seven touchdown, touchdown yeah. i think just which was honestly best throw baker's had all season it was a really good throw Beautiful. absolutely he had a great game too i started him this week 
Um, so yeah, just watch him. He's probably looking to be the number two, three target now with Odell gone, and I think he'll have an uptick in, in catches. So he's had a nice last couple weeks. No, verbal meme. Ready? Yeah. Remember the one where it's uh, the guy and he's walking away, he's looking back over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Female walking towards the camera, DPJ, guy looking back, OBJ. Baker, and then girl around guy's arm, OBJ. Nice. Yeah. Wait, you paint a picture. <laughs> it was very nice. I stole verbal meme from part of my take. but Here's uh, here's here's Baker's thoughts of this week coming up, or yeah. the rest of the season coming up. <laughs> very true. Um, okay, I got uh, bounce back player of the week. Uh, obviously, I have a ton of candidates for this one, but I think this player is actually going to have a great bounce back. Matthew Stafford. Interesting. Uh, I mean, he's had a on the road sensational year. On the road, yeah, but he had his worst game of the season. Everybody's going to be like, oh, well, uh, on the road against San Francisco, who just gave up one hell of a game <laughs> to Colt McCoy. Yeah, yeah. So, oof. You know where that game's at, by chance? I believe it's in San Francisco. I don't think it matters. No, <laughs> to be honest, man, we should. Yeah, we even were top of the Niners a lot. They, they, yeah, not good. Very disappointing. Yeah, no, great bounce back week. You, hey, you called it last week with Kirk Cousins. You, you had an Greg excellent Kittle. assessment. Greg Kittle yesterday looked very good, though. You mean George Kittle? Greg George. He goes by both. He's only the most famous yeah. tight end in, in football. That's fine. Greg Kittle. Um, no, Kirk Cousins did have a pretty solid game. Um, I think Josh Jacobs. He had. Did he do decent? Uh, he did. I yeah, mediocre. Yeah. And AJ Green didn't end up playing. So <laughs> you went two and one to follow the money, one, on three on one, fantastic fantasy. One and a half on fantastic fantasy football. Well, regardless, I think that's a that's a wise assessment uh, playing against a 49ers team who is reeling, and uh, he's due for a bounce back because yeah, that's what that's what he does. So yeah, that's what he does. I like it. Um, my my second wide receiver of my trio here. Uh, is going to be Elijah Moore on the Jets. Oh. Um, I want to say I've maybe given – no, I gave him Corey Davis's flowers in a previous episode, but he's been fighting injuries, which is kind of sad. But Elijah Moore, with, with the backups that have come in, uh, he's actually looked – and with Corey Davis out, he's uh, actually looked like wide receiver one or two. And I know in the preseason he was getting a lot of pop and people were interested in him saying, oh, you know, rookie Zach Wilson's got a connection. Like, kind of been – Eh, off the radar to this point, but he's had a couple nice games with the backups. Hopefully he can keep it up when Zach Wilson gets back. Uh, last week against the I was Colts. Say, uh, he doesn't – Wilson being back doesn't scare you at all with this? Well, he's just had two good games back-to-back, so you have to, like – you have to keep giving him the ball if you're the coach. you got to go, okay, he's, he's, he's working out here. Like, yeah, but can Wilson give him the ball? That's the question. Seven catches, 84 yards, and two touchdowns against the Colts. How many targets? Eight. He had one drop. Uh, okay. Six catches, six targets against the Bengals. Uh, 67 yards, no touchdown. But, you know, it's trending in the it's, right direction. Yeah, trending in the right direction. Absolutely. So, I, I would just keep an eye on it. Who they got? Uh, this week, they got the Bills. So, um, oh. you know, I know we right. Right. had previous discussions about this matchup. I think the Jets are going to be – you know, clawing and trying to get as many points as they can, even though it will be futile and be a be an L. But yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a higher scoring game than you do. So okay, wow, didn't even insult my entire family right there. Well, you took you took the under. You know, that's what you get. Um, okay, mine. Oh. 
football. That's come on. I got a tandem of running backs that I don't like this week. Javon, you don't like, okay. Yeah. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. I don't think uh, they're going to be able to produce what they did against Dallas against no. the Eagles. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't factor any of the Broncos players to be like, Oh, repeat performance back to back. Like I wouldn't imagine Tyson so. there either. Don't like anybody on the Broncos offense this upcoming week. A huge letdown spot. Uh, that being said, I don't. I didn't take them and follow the money, right? No, no I don't think we touched no. that game, and that's probably why two and a half does seem a little fishy uh, for the Broncos and uh, coming off that big win. But yeah, I just I don't think the, the Eagles' defense is a little bit more stout than I think uh, people realize. I don't think they're as bad. Uh, they gave the Chargers a good run for their money yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 27 points, which, you know, when you think about the Chargers and, and how explosive their offense can be, uh, you know, it's, it's not terrible. They gave their offense a chance to win the game. Well, if you know, if the Eagles want to even remotely have any sort of shot of hanging around, they need to win games like this. So, yeah, you know. Absolutely. You could surprise people. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I think, uh, yeah, I already said it, but Broncos players back-to-back, I wouldn't trust any of that all season. Yeah, Javante had a, a wonderful game yesterday, 111 yards, and I think Melvin had a pretty solid one too. But um, He had a really nice catch too in that game. Yeah. I just uh, I don't see them being able to repeat that production uh, against the Eagles. Well, speaking of the Eagles, uh, my, my last player here is a Devante. former Eagle. Former Eagle. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Ah, about that. And uh, it sounds like I don't think it's official yet, but it's basically official uh, that he's going to yeah. be joining the Raiders. Um, you know what? He's not Henry Ruggs, obviously. No. But uh, he probably will you be. Mean he's not a piece of shit. I meant on the football field. <laughs> well, he might be a piece of shit in real life. I don't know. He was kind of an asshole when he was in he Philly. Kind of I was I was a fan of you know that team around that time. And yeah. anyways, uh, but he's going to be probably presumably asked to do the same things that. Henry Ruggs was yeah. doing just running, you know, streaks and just bombing it to him. And do you think he can get up to game speed or not game speed in terms of like the playbook? Who knows? Sunday? Who knows? I mean, well, if they're giving him the Henry Ruggs job, all they're just saying is hey, go, go forward, yeah. go deep, <laughs> just go deep, and we'll chuck it to you if you're yeah. open. And Derek Carr's like, all right, XZY uh, Spider Two Y Banana Deshaun, just run down the field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could just freelance. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But but if he is uh you know if he is playing that role that's obviously fantasy like Buko Bucks for big score touchdowns and you know yeah probably won't happen but just keep an eye on it because I think that's probably what he'll be doing when he's on the Raiders right right absolutely well man you look like you're about to fall asleep so I why don't know. we uh, why don't we wrap this up let's wrap it up and lots of money play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Gridiron Zeros. You know what? I, I know uh, I know. Let's Talk About It ran longer than it usually does, but there was one point that I wanted to talk about that I didn't really get to. Oh, I'll just keep it brief at the end. I'll, okay. keep it, I'll keep it brief. I am so sick of the uh, Caesars Sportsbook commercials um, oh, wow. with J.B. Smoove. You know, he's great and yeah. in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think he's a funny dude, but I've, I'm just – they've run the bit into the ground. And I can't yeah. stand to seeing his face anymore. Just, just get him away from me. 
I tell you what, I've had enough. The, uh, the sports book ads have certainly ran their course at this point. I don't know if that's how it is nationally. I think it is. But in Michigan, uh, they're hot and heavy, and they're on you know, on the radio too. Anywhere, oh anywhere legal sports gambling is taking place, they're running all those ads. Let me tell you, the one that that the one that sets me off the cliff. Is drafting those are pretty bad, yeah. Those it's are just bad, those are just bad commercials. It's like, still stressy, Jesse. Oh my god, yeah. Like, you know, the, the JB Smooth one, like, at least it's like a well made commercial and they got a celebrity and like it's it looks nice and whatever. But those DraftKings ones are just shitty commercials, like, all around. If I feel like if we were a lot bigger with this podcast, I probably wouldn't say this, but the DraftKings commercials are just a black screen. Uh, with like these little graphics that yeah. really, I mean, I'm, in the animation I'm, world, we call those widgets. I was gonna say you're the the one that has the Artis uh, background. I don't think they're very good widgets no. either. No, they're very they're very generic. They don't match the brand at all. They're just nonsense. And it's just some blonde bimbo, yeah, talking. And it, she's got oh god, the the copy the copywriting behind it is so bad too. It's so bad. All of it's so bad. Worst ad, best app. Go figure. Anyways, we're, let's close we're it out. We're in a good mood <laughs> coming into the intro, and now we're just complaining again. I'm sorry. I just had to talk about <laughs> fucking Caesars, so just oh, give me my man. time here. This is follow, like therapy. For me. Follow, follow us on Twitter, at GrandZeros. Follow us on TikTok, at GrandZeros Pod. Sorry, we always some content there, too. Lucas yeah. needs to post his uh, thing still. I'm and do, um, uh, When the sun comes down on my set. I'm going to do that one. And uh, we'll get some new clips out there soon, too. It's been a yeah. chaotic last couple weeks. So yes, apologies. absolutely. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, Lucas J. Scott. Wow, I'm putting sure. the personal plug out there. Okay. Uh, I do post uh, polls on there from time to time about the lines. So uh, feel free to shoot me a follow on there. And don't follow me. Uh, yes, don't follow him. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you again for listening. We'll see you here next week. Later. Thank you.